0: But Kwame had always found liberty more satisfying than comfort. Poor Pama, his conscience murmured. Do you want to go back, or do you prefer liberty too? While Kwame is sniffing out the trail of Ansike's wife, let us run ahead of him and meet her for ourselves. She and her family have resettled in Makenda, "'the village of her childhood. "'Much is familiar there. "'Little has changed, except, of course, for those who return. Palma's father, Simwe, had left when a youth, "'returned, then left again when a man. "'Now an elder, he will never leave again, "'at least not the mortal part of him. "'He had wanted this final return to be a peaceful retirement. "'He acknowledged with regret.' "'that it was a retreat. "'The townhouse in area had lost all peace, "'with regular visits from messengers "'bearing on Sike's variously phrased demands "'for Palma's return. "'Semwe refused to argue with such a man, "'preferring to go to a place of quiet and safety, "'where unwanted company could be more easily avoided. "'In a town, houses crowd together, "'and everyone is a stranger. "'But in Makenda... A stranger was anyone who could not claim relation to four generations' worth of bones in the local churchyard. Semwe's wife, Tassie, was coming to Mackenda for the second time, no longer the timid young wife, but not yet the matriarch. She needed grandchildren for that. And how, she murmured, blaming herself, could she get those while her daughters stayed husbandless? She had no hope that Palma's marriage could be salvaged. She had chosen poorly for her first child, and she only prayed that she might choose more wisely for the other. Pama at least had strength and experience to sustain her, but her sister Nela, ten years younger, had only a combination of beauty and self-centeredness that both attracted and repelled. She took the move from Eria as a personal attack on her God-given right to a rich, handsome husband— Tassi deplored such selfishness, but silently admitted that prospects in Makenda were certainly limited. And what of Pama herself? She said little about the husband she had left almost two years ago, barely enough to fend off the village gossips and deflect her sister's sneers. She didn't need to, there was something else about Palma that distracted people's attention from any potentially juicy tidbits of her past. She could cook. An inadequate statement. Anyone can cook, but the true talent belongs to those who are capable of gently ensnaring with their delicacies, winning compliance with the mere suggestion that there might not be any goodies for a caller who persisted in prying. Such was Palma. She had always had a knack, but the promise had come to full flower through constant practice. It was also a way for her to thank her family. Life, even life without grandchildren and a pair of rich, handsome sons in law, could be sweet when there was a savory stew gently bubbling on the stove, rice with a hint of jasmine steaming in the pot, and honey cakes browning in the oven almost cured Semway's stoically silent worry, Tassi's guilty fretting, and Nala's bitter sighs. Besides, it kept Palma busy enough to ignore the nagging question of how she was going to tell Ansige she was never coming back. She will have to consider that question soon, for efficient Kwame has already traced her whereabouts and not without a qualm Reported to Ansige, and Ansike, in his desperation, will not be sending messages or servants this time. He is coming to speak to her, face to face. Is that the one? It is? She is. I don't see it. There was a meaningful silence. It said a lot about what might not be seen by such minor beings as the first speaker.